0: Hello, and welcome to On A Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a good life group, and Kelly Tankey, loan originator and MLS 159 at Summit Mortgage Corporation and MLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hello, everybody.
1: Welcome to On a Mission.
0: I know, I feel like we don't do that intro anymore because we have like our set intro, but it's good to like remind people where they're at,
1: right? You're tuning in to On a Mission.
0: In today's episode, we are going to carry on with our mini-series. We're kind of like getting towards the end. We only have a couple left. left. And in today's, we're going to talk about what I would consider like a a dark horse <laughs> a little bit Let's, in the sense of like just not very many people I don't think know about it. Yeah. And that is the USDA loan product. Yeah.
1: What the heck does USDA stand for?
0: Right? Like it's not a, you know, your package <laughs> of meat or...
1: Well, US- I mean, I guess I just think of the
0: grocery <laughs> store because so that's my past too. It's easy for me to go there. But. I know.
1: Well, and, and it's fitting because what it does stand for is the United States Department of Agriculture. Yes. And where this plays in with mortgage loans is the USDA loan is more for homes that are located in I hate the word, rural areas. Rural. I literally, it just sounds like <laughs> I'm like, <"Rrr."> rural. <laughs> rural areas. Um, so yes, it is a little bit of a dark horse. And after kind of doing a little bit more research on it, because I, truth be told, have only done one USDA loan in my entire life. I intend to do more, of yeah. course. Um, but when you're in the middle of it, it's like it just it's all going so fast because you've got about 30 days to get everything wrapped up and you've got your processor that's kind of helping with all of it too. Yep. And making sure that everything is riding smoothly. And our loan operating systems are so smart that a lot of things just auto oh, we got a phone call coming through so face popular
0: hold on let me it's a face there time? you go yep when <laughs> my camera looked good i should always like be in this lighting i feel like i looked really good in that f-
1: well in that phone call we do have some nice lighting that comes in right here we, we do. do like it's my house nobody else lives here yeah the dogs it's nice <laughs> it's a good place to sit and t- take selfies or <laughs> record videos <laughs> So, anyways, um, uh, we have loan operating systems that are just so smart that they will auto calculate a lot of stuff, like PMI. I mean, you have to get quotes and and stuff to auto populate it in. Sure, but some of that stuff just automatically calculates. It's just so slick. Yeah. I love it. So, um, let's let's first start off with. I mean, you you feel like it's a dark horse. What questions do you have? Well, I mean, I was just thinking, like you said that. You know, you've done one and I
0: I just wanted to kind of say to or add to that Mm -hmm. since we work in a more densely populated area because it's all based on density. Right. Or like whatever populate like per capita, because it's not necessarily like rural areas like I know I've worked with people who have kind of looked at it and like. Rogers and Albertville are all included in that, you know, and to me, I'd I'd
1: be really curious to see if they are still included. Right. Yeah. Cause that was probably
0: like over a year ago, but I do think there's kind of, I don't know. And maybe it is just because we are in a more populated area, but I Mm -hmm. think even in my hometown, I just don't know that people are utilizing it as much as maybe they could. Like, I think it's just a dark horse in the sense of like, People just don't even consider it or maybe they are and I just don't know it because it's just kind of like, you know, you just maybe talk about the terms of your Mm -hmm. mortgage and you're not talking about the actual product you used to buy your home. Um, But I just think it's a great option because it's another zero percent down payment
1: option. It is. It for sure is. She's she's kind of helping me along with this, but it definitely is a zero um down payment much like our VA loan um topic of conversation last week this is um just yet another loan option to consider um and we'll go we'll, we'll, we'll walk through all of the eligibility requirements that yeah. are centered around how you can qualify for it sure but yeah i mean it's it's fantastic if one if you're in in a position to Um, in a position where you just don't have a larger down payment, Mm -hmm. the USDA is definitely a great option. Yeah. Um, A really great option.
0: Well, and I just, I'm just curious about it because, you know, as you know about, like, Zach and I's long-term goals, but one of our long-term goals is to have, like, a small hobby farm with acreage. And I don't know that we'll necessarily go the USDA route. Sure. Depending on, like, which, you know... Mm -hmm. which product works out for us, but I do think it's interesting because I can imagine having grown up in a rural area, Mm -hmm. the different types of people that are using the product, like it's just, it's so wide and vast and varying. And I'd just be interested to see or hear stories of people who have used it because it's like, you know, we want a small hobby farm of maybe like 10 acres, but then you've got, you know, big farmers mm-hmm. that have tons and tons of acreage and yeah. then they have, you know, maybe an acre or two for their house and yard. And so like how that all kind of like plays into it is just real. like, yeah. it's one of those things that I don't think people typically think about, but it is kind of like, you know, it's one of those questions where you're like, gosh, I wonder how they afford this yeah and i think the usda loan could be one of those Mm
1: -hmm. ways Mm -hmm. maybe i mean i would assume so i Um, have no idea i I know that when it comes to residential mortgage i believe 10 acres is the the, limit the limit okay so i should have looked into that i should have looked into that i didn't even think of so then what does it go to after that i don't know that's because it's not
0: really commercial necessarily It not no
1: Nope, I didn't, I didn't even th- like, I was just looking at all of the basic things well, and that's, that it kind of encompass the USDA loan. Yeah. But maybe what we'll do is, um, in one of our upcoming episodes, we'll tackle that. that question. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's a really good question. All of a sudden I'm like, gosh, oh, of course that would like play such a vital role in whether you could or could not get a USDA loan. Yeah. we'll we'll swing back around okay. to it. I promise. Yeah, I'm and an I guess I haven't thought
0: about it from like that, like perspective of then it would change, kind of like the like convent or conforming and non-conforming. Like yeah. once it hits a certain limit, like not in loan value but in acreage, then it goes to a yeah. different type of yeah thing. Interesting. We'll we just, come back around to it. We're just creating
1: more questions. I know. I know. We All have right. had some good questions come through, right? Yeah, yeah, I have.
0: Yeah, I've had some good questions
1: as well. <laughs> but yeah, let's dig into let's this dig in. USDA loan. Let's dig in. Okay, so first qualification I want to talk about is um, the loan limits. So most counties, and we're we're referencing the thirteen. Well, seven county match seven count 13 county metro but when i'm like looking through the usd usda website it literally lists almost every single county
0: on there which Even is really interesting Ramsey and hennepin
1: it's yeah weird i should have looked closer i mean it literally gave me a, such a long like, like laundry list of counties yeah um but most counties your loan limit is going to be two hundred and eighty nine thousand. That would be for a one to four person household. Okay. If you've got more than that, five to eight people in that household, that loan limit does go up to three hundred and seventy four thousand. Okay. Okay. So we've ah. talked about. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> we're sassy today. Um, so we've talked about loan limits. Just ignore him. Just yeah. ignore them. That's what I have to do sometimes. Let's talk about max income because that plays such a vital role in the eligibility component, too. Okay. So again, we're we're um, between one to four person household. The max income limit would be eighty one thousand two hundred. Okay. Five to eight person household that jumps up to one hundred and seven, one hundred and seven thousand two hundred. Okay. Okay. All right. There are more requirements on this one. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, another requirement is the debt to income. Now, we've talked about this for VA. We've talked about this for FHA. We've talked about this conventional. It's it's going to be the same for USDA. Same thing. And um, for our, our next... Um, next topic for our mini series, it'll be the same exact thing too. Okay. So yep. debt to income on the front end, this is just your principal and interest is 29%. Back end. So your principal, interest, tax, insurance, max is 41%. You cannot go over 41%. So, I mean, it's, it's not that high. I was going to say, I feel like that's one of the lowest it we've is. seen It it's it talked is. about. Yep. Um, but they're, you know, this is a government loan, so they're pretty serious yeah. about the, the funding and backing up the loan and all that stuff. So a few other things that I just want to touch on too is one, the property requirements. So where the property is physically located. Um, how I check this is I actually go on to the USDA website and you type in the property address. And if it falls below a specific line so like i'm thinking southern like past southern suburbs sure if it falls below that line they're like literally you can see the line just go (laughs) around the entire um 13 county metro oh yeah it's really interesting yeah um but if if it falls outside of that boundary as i like to call it then it qualifies for usda nice sometimes you literally have ones that are on the border and you're like ding 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 it qualifies like, it'll literally tell you right there and then yeah. if it does or does not qualify so
0: or you'd like just try to change the address so it's like facing a different road yes. so it's like facing out if it's right on the line <laughs> but i'm like zooming in like, like how zoom, zoom, close zoom, can zoom. we go yeah i did just want to i'm just gonna kind of give my two cents going back to the debt to income <laughs> <Sure>. ratio <laughs> i'm just speculating i have no idea But I wonder if it's a little bit lower because like just practically speaking, you're going to be further out from the city. So Mm -hmm. you'll likely either have a longer commute or, you know, you'll be maybe working out somewhere where the income thresholds or like the salaries are a little bit different. Yes. And then I just think too, like, and this is just something that we think about when we're gearing up to buy our potential farm is, you know, you need a lot of tools and maintenance With Mm -hmm. farms, so like you're buying, you know, probably a tractor, uh, a huge lawnmower. You know, you likely have like septic and well, so you're dealing with those. So maybe Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's part of why the debt to income is lower because they they have to account for all the other additional
1: costs that come with mm -hmm. the property itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. It's it's interesting it really is but if you think about what your income limit is on it that's true it yeah it it kind of makes sense yeah you just people make sure that your debt is minimal if you're yeah <laughs> because i mean i i the one that i did do um our biggest like i'm going to call it a mini mini speed bump was student loans
0: oh yeah literally
1: student loans it, i mean we could have a whole topic on student student loan maybe debt. And maybe we will we sh- end up doing that. We probably should because yeah. it's like, I mean, I feel like everyone and their mother, no joke. Literally. Or father. Have student loan debt. Yeah, because if they're kind co-signing, a- like
0: mm-hmm. that is your mother probably yep. or your father, yep.
1: yeah. So anyways, that was that was playing a factor in it. Um, but we we actually got everything all squared away because there was Like a loan forgiveness at some point that was going to be going into effect like really soon after closing the loan. Gotcha. So So it all worked out. That's good. So um, the a few other things to point out that are really, really, in my opinion, kind of important. Um, One: these must be owner occupied. So very much like VA. No investment properties. No second homes. Like, it must be your primary residence. You must occupy it as your primary home. Um, And sometimes people will ask, can I get, like, an arm on this, an adjustable rate mortgage? Mm -hmm. Nope. USDA says all all loans must be fixed rate loans. But you could still get a 15-year or a 30, just depending on what you qualify for. Just not an adjustable rate. Okay. So a few other things. There are two fees that are acquainted with the USDA USDA loan. The first one is the upfront guarantee fee. This is um, 2% of the loan and it's actually rolled into the loan balance. Gotcha. So let's, let's give it a little, like a, an example, $100,000 loan. So 2% of that is going to be $2,000. That $2,000 upfront guarantee fee um, is rolled into the principal balance. So the total principal balance would be $102,000. Gotcha. Okay. Um, The other fee is the annual fee, and this really acts as the monthly mortgage insurance. So it's tallied each year by calculating 0.40% of the remaining principal balance. Divided by twelve and added to the monthly payment. Gotcha. Does that yeah. ever change? Like, do they ever adjust that? Mm-hmm. They do. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, and the last thing I wanted to touch on is I and I didn't even really think to touch on this for um, for some of the other loans that we were talking about, but bankruptcy. Oh, sure. So... <laughs> That's
0: okay. I mean, we can go back, or we can maybe talk sure. about that in the Q and As Sure.
1: Yeah. Episode. So um, if you had filed for a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, um, discharge is the key word that we're looking for here. So if your Chapter 7 was discharged, um, three-plus years must have gone past for you to be eligible to apply for a USDA loan. Um, Chapter 13, what they state is, um, if you've made all of your court-approved payments... I can't even read my notes here. <laughs> Chicken scratch. Wow. That's why I hate on time. Myself. Oh, on time. Oh, okay. <laughs> the keyword is on time. And as agreed for um, at, within a year, you are then eligible. Okay. What about? Did you say anything about
0: credit score? Are there are there any oh, requirements my, for credit score gosh, on USDA I'm,
1: loans? Yes. Why didn't I write that down? I don't know. Now I'm drawing a blank. Do you think it's on their website? Hold, please. <laughs> Hold, please. Maybe you should look it up. Actually, I ha- I literally have it yeah, upstairs here, me on just... my laptop. Higher or yeah, I just didn't I don't know recall if recall then... okay it being any higher than like say a com- I mean I know VA rates can be a little bit better sometimes. Yeah um and if you do a conventional home ready for a first time home buyer um the rates like i think it's like a quarter of a point better sometimes okay depending on credit score gosh
0: and, and i know, know it blank. fluctuates i just didn't yeah. know if that was but i'm wondering if they're just not figuring in like the guarantee and the like m like the yeah annual fee or whatever if that kind of just plays into well i mean i guess that would be part of the apr yeah but apr it'd be yeah it'd
1: be accounted for the in the apr okay yeah but i can't recall if if the rates were any different than if you were to do conventional okay or
0: well and i just think i from a from a real estate perspective i do think it's a really good option for those who are looking a little bit further out of this, you know, of the Mm -hmm. metro area. Like if they want a little more space, it just, I really think it plays a good role. And I, I just think people, you know, especially if they're from the metro, they maybe don't even know about it Mm -hmm. or they assume like, Oh, I have to, do I have to farm the land to get it? And that's really, I don't think what the intention is behind it. It is, you know, it's just, Hey, like, a little bit further out so there are probably going to be some extenuating circumstances with mm-hmm. the home and the drive and all of that but yeah. if you want space it's a good yeah. option to look at I think
1: maybe um, if you want to just pop into the USda website real quick we can give our listeners a a Is idea it this one um it should be yeah usda. um usda.gov. So actually, if you no this isn't going to be it. So if you just Google um, USDA home loans, it should, I think it might be like HUD. So the reason that we're doing this real quick is um, to see maybe where our boundaries might be to give you guys as our listeners a little bit better idea. Yeah, this is it. So where should I go? So, oh boy. (laughs) Dina's (laughs) a a Mac. Mac user and I am not, I'm not voiced in that. Eligible addresses. Property eligibility. Let's just punch in, let's punch in your address. Just, just for now, punch in your address. Dina's down in Burnsville. Um, obviously this is not going to qualify for a USDA loan. No. But 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 we can get a better idea and a better sense how close Burnsville might be to that border.
0: Oh yeah, and it tells you right there this address is not located yep. in an eligible area. Yeah,
1: but it on the um on the rural development site, sorry, I just whacked her, it gives you the yellow boundary of where homes would not be eligible, or the addresses wouldn't be eligible, but if you get just past down, I'm surprised Hastings
0: isn't in it.
1: Just past Lakeville and Farmington, if you start getting into more of the Elko, Cedar Lake, Jordan, Belle Plain, Helena, New Prague, New Prague, just. Uh, just a little bit south of Hastings. Now we're just talking the southern suburbs, but this is just giving you an idea of, um, like maybe where that eligibility will would start to kick in. Yeah. Um, but even like I know, can we just pop up to the northern suburbs? I know if you get just past Forest Lake, mm-hmm. Wyoming area, yep, closer to the river, there's a there's a big pocket there.
0: I was going to say, yeah, that like Osceola, like mm-hmm. this whole area, that's where his ex-family from. So, yeah. yeah.
1: We're kind of, so, I mean, we're kind of talking to ourselves here, but we're talking you through it too, just to kind of give you an, a better idea of the Twin Cities metro and where some of those boundaries do lie. Now we're up on the northern, taking a look at the map of the Twin Cities and we're up on the northern part. Um, so just north of St. Francis, East Bethel, you're looking at Zimmerman. Spencer, Brock, Bradford, Asante, Weber, and even North Branch. These are all areas that would definitely qualify. And I mean, even you could have part of St. Francis, St. Francis East Bethel, um, what's this right there? Linwood. Linwood and Wyoming, or even over farther west, Elk River, Ostego. um Otsego, That could, like, part of that town or city could qualify right so yeah because
0: it's kind of interesting and that's where the the address comes into play right Mm -hmm. so it's like if you punch in that address like we just see kind of the overall like these are in generally not eligible but there could be certain pockets that maybe they're not super developed that Mm -hmm. would qualify yeah yeah cool well, I think that was helpful. I mean, I know I learned a lot.
1: So, <laughs> and that's all that really matters, right? Is that I learned a lot. But you have to remember that these are, these are things that we're doing. I'm doing on a regular basis. So like, yeah, I think, oh, this is all like common knowledge and yeah. you're not, you're not as enveloped in it as, as I am. Right. That's for sure. But I mean, you still are getting a, a better sense of it than the general public is. Yeah, so I and think I know... That our listeners are definitely learning quite a bit. Yeah,
0: and I just think it's something, you know, we've gone back and back again of, you know, this podcast is to educate and inspire, and I think it's just... It's one of those small nuggets of thing where it's like, why would I need to learn about a USDA loan? But somebody could be listening going like, oh, like this could actually really help me to buy a home. Like maybe you think like, I don't have the down payment. I don't, you know, I don't want to live in the cities, yada, yada, yada. And then you figure out that this may be an opportunity for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. So that's why we kind of wanted to cover it and we
1: hope you all learned something. (laughs) Thanks for hanging in there with us as we pause momentarily and... Came back around to answer credit score. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to make sure. I was pretty certain <laughs> it was 620, but well, yeah, and you <laughs> want to make
0: sure that you are giving the yeah. right information. So yes. that's that is fair. But yeah, and if you have any questions about the USDA loan or mm-hmm. you know, looking for a house in some of those areas that we mentioned that would be eligible, please feel free to reach out. Our information yeah. is always in the show notes.
1: So Sounds perfect. And until next week, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye!